Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. There's a horrible trailer coming right up. Yay! Charles Dupree had everything. He was a nice guy. You know me, I'm a good Samaritan. I'll help you out. He had a good job. From Booty Comics Limited. A pretty wife. A comfortable home. Until one day. Shirley and I are splitting up. What? Yeah, she left me. Go to Reno. Yeah, hop on a plane. Better yet, drive. Gamble, have a good time. It blackjacks your game. Then, he stopped to pick up a stranger. My name's Hunter. Charles Dupree. Yeah, to rob somebody of their life, that doesn't mean anything to you. Well, I guess you would say that I'm indifferent. What is wrong with your friend? Believe me, you don't want to know. She paid me to kill you. Just imagine what's actually happening.
They just added all the dialogue out of the film, and that's what we're listening to? Pretty much. <laughs> William Forsyth. I'm not scared anymore. James Legros. Life's like a piece of paper. Elizabeth Pena. Let's stay away from your wife. Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> Nancy <laughs> Allen. I'm sick to death of talking. Jason Simmons. Like Jack. The Pass. Never pick up a stranger. He might know you. What? What? <laughs> I'll tell you what. I didn't even need to watch the film after watching that trailer. Pretty every much. every plot twist, every uh, just everything you need to know about the film is in the trailer. Everyone yeah. who everyone who gets killed, um, it's not even a plot twist. He's like, so, your your wife paid me to kill you. It's like, oh, okay. So, um, uh, this is Movie Sucktastic. Uh, that was our review of the past. Good night. Yeah, good night. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, welcome to Movie Sucktastic. I'm Scott. That's it's, Joey. Hi. And uh, the movie we're reviewing as part of our listener appreciation. Appreci appreciation. Appreciation. I don't know why. Appreci I don't know why that word sticks in my craw. I don't have a lisp or, or speaking disability. Yet appreciation, you'd think I'd be able to get that right the first time. You'd think so. Uh, are, are we like listeners a uh, month or two? We're reviewing movies that they've requested, and this was one of them. Unf unfortunately. <laughs> I want to I, I just review this beginning to end, but I just want to jump all over the place. I just, I just feel like I want to do that. Well, well, let's let's start with the fact that this was not a theatrical release. No, this is a, a made-for-television movie. I think it was a video premiere in in the U.S. Yeah. and Iceland. <laughs> and Iceland in the back. I'm, yeah, I'm almost sure. Hold on, I have it right here. Uh, yeah, the video premiere in the U.S.A. and Iceland. <laughs> what is the draw for Iceland? That they would have had a, a, a video premiere. Gambling. They're huge gamblers in Iceland. You just made that up? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, but I was, it was convincing, right? That's all that matters. I know better. <laughs> I love the old Lenovo ThinkPad he's using. <laughs> of course, you, you jump right to the technology. Well, look at <laughs> that thing. Like not mentioning the giant uh, battery cell phone. Car battery size cell phone he's using. Oh yeah, which he doesn't charge one time. No, no. Why would you charge it? That'd I don't know why. I don't know why you would. Yeah, this is uh, late nineties, ninety eight uh, hmm. is, is the year it came out. Video premiere for the U.S. was in, in nineteen ninety nine though. Um, but so we were just heading into the cell phone technology and whatnot. Although. Hmm. Back in that time period, uh, you'd have to have you, you had to be making some serious dough to have a cell phone. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was still you know. a status thing. Yeah. So. Um, so the film is called The Pass or Highway Hi Hitcher. Yeah, and every time I did a search for Highway Hitcher, uh, the original and remake of The Hitcher just kept coming up. As it should, because this film's kind of like a ripoff. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it is. Yeah. Now the f 
the first thing I got to critique is the title, both titles. The pass. The pass. Sucks. I don't even know what that means. I, I I'm not sure myself. I mean, the I mean, pass. It's yeah. like is is that like a is that a gambling term of like in blackjack? Because I've never I don't recognize it. No, and uh, and and um. I, I, I at one point I thought it meant like like uh, like a pass like in the valley a pass through, passing through the valley, but is it is yeah. it so dumb that you know he almost passed the hitchhiker like almost hit him with his car, is it is it that dumb that it's no, called the pass because well, of it that? Is, but I don't I don't think that was the reason. <laughs> uh, and h- highway hitcher is even worse because it's almost like we want to call it the hitcher but we can't just put highway in there. Uh, right, you know it was you know it's funny. I was on Box Office Mojo before, and we've actually talked quite a bit about how movie titles are getting more simple, a.k.a. Oh, dumb. Horrible, horrible. Um, and yeah. can I just read you some? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, of course. What now? Are these films coming out? These, films are, films, are, these out? are films going wide. This week? Uh, this month. Or this month. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you got films like Lights Out. <laughs> That's no, stupid. that looks good though. That's actually not a bad name. Okay, it, first of all, it's a ripoff of a stupid like three minute video that was made, uh, and it was almost like a video meme where it said if this happened in if if this was real life, this is what would happen, and it has like three teenage you know coming of age, almost twenty something, uh, late teen people in this shot and they're they walk to the end of the hallway they turn off the light in the far distance you see a silhouette of something oh turn the light I've, on silhouette no, goes no. away have what? you seen the trailer for oh wait wait hold on a second i'm thinking of a different film ignore me yeah no this is it is stupid i'm sorry I'm, <laughs> i thought i was lo- talking about i thought no, i was losing ig- you for ignore. a second yeah no you're uh, well, what yeah, are you thinking of? what are you thinking of? no no I'm not even tell you. No, you're dead on. You're 100% on. Right. So then the next one, turn the light off, silhouette. Turn the light on, no silhouette. Turn the light off, it's right in front of him. So what happens? The guy in the video, he punches it, and then they all curb stomp this fucking thing to death. And then they go about their way. They're like, oh, let's go get a burrito. It's funny. So this Lights Out film is in it, the same exact concept. It's a total fucking ripoff. The whole trailer revolves around them turning the light off, silhouette, turning the light on, no nobody there, turning the light off, silhouette. And it was also done as a feature-length films more or less. Remember Darkness Falls? Oh yeah. With the with the the, the tooth, tooth fairy? fairy, which I didn't like either, but I can guarantee I, I, I guarantee you I, I would enjoy, I, I I enjoy that more than this lights out shit. I like I liked it for two reasons. I liked it one because I like I, it's nice to see a horror film where our hero is scared shitless for the majority <sighs> of the film. It's refreshing, and I thought the best line in the film was near the end when they're like walking down this like lighthouse in the darkness, and the sheriff says, "All this over a fucking tooth." <laughs> it's perfect. I mean, like that should have been the ta- that should have been the 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 uh, tagline tagline for the film. It should have been the tooth fair all uh, darkness falls. All this for a fucking tooth. I would have seen that instantly. <laughs> But yeah, lights out, which is pretty much t- that's not as, as dumb as other titles, though. I wouldn't go right. too bad on that one. Uh, there, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of two word, well, uh, just like bad, bad moms. Oh yeah, bad okay. mom. Okay, we'll bad, bad moms. moms. Gotcha. Okay, yeah, right. that that I, I wonder what that movie's about. Uh, then there's just a movie called Nerve. 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 One 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 word 
movie titles for the most part annoy the shit out of me. Uh, those are the ones that depends on the word. Depends it depends on the, on the word, but those are the ones that tend to get pretty mm-hmm. dumb. Um, and that's kind of it for. Uh, so really, you had you had like two examples. Well, no, I'm getting to more. Like when we get into Oscar season. Okay. Um, here, let me get you. Like, lately, Oscar films have had horrible fucking titles too. Yeah. Like uh, okay, come into September. Got a film called Morgan. Another one word. Oh, you know, it's about somebody. Person. Yeah. Very standard. Then Very there's standard, a film yeah. called Solace. Then there's a film called Sully, which is about the guy that landed the plane in the Hudson River. Name of the guy. Yeah. Name then of the, there's yeah. Snowden. Name of the guy. Name of the guy. Yeah. Name of the name of the guy. Uh, <laughs> kids film. <laughs> Storks. It just masterminds. Well, That's another film. Kid, that's a kids' film, though. I don't expect a clever name. But for what kids. I'm just kids saying, the, the, it's the dumbing down. It's you know. Well, but kids are dumb to begin with, so you well, have to dumb down yes. for that. But the I'm accountant. The accountant. Well, the accountant. Is is it about an accountant? I don't know. It's a drama. It must be. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Inferno, rings. <laughs> These are movie titles. Yeah. Trolls. This animated. It's another kid one. Uh, Arrival. The film is just called Arrival. I'm guessing something arrived. It's, sci- it's sci-fi. Oh, it's probably an alien then. Allied. Mona. <laughs> it's just... The name. Name of the guy. Ooh, Bad Santa too, though. Oh, I, I don't why? know. I, I don't know, though. Why? I don't know. Uh. Incarnate. Now, it, passengers. Not, There's a movie called Passengers. It's probably about some passengers. Now, it, it's it's not the brevity of the title we're complaining about, per se, if it's used... Now, I, I the only thing I liked about the film Gravity was the title because it had multiple meanings, right. and that's a good title. It wasn't... It's, it, if, it was, if, if it had been called Space, I would have been pissed. If I had wa- if I had watched the film again, I'd be pissed. But, like, Gravity itself was about both you know, weightlessness in space and about the, the, the severity of the situation. Sure. Uh, and so, you know, that had a play that was like an interesting title. It's not the brevity per se, but the fact that most of these titles, last name of the guy, or it's about this. It's just a no frills title. It's, 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 it's very straightforward. There's no inspiration to it. The lake. Now, I'm going to retitle <laughs> this film for you. Split. I, <laughs> I mean, these are all movie titles. Yeah. I'm going to retitle this film for you. They named it the Highway Hitcher, and then they renamed it The Pass. Okay? Okay. With the basic premise that this is a guy who sells comic strips, um, is is splitting up with his wife, he's a compulsive gambler, he's driving the Reno and picks up a hitchhiker, and then the hitchhiker tries to kill him because his wife paid him, and then there's a whole character arc. He's wearing a Freddy Krueger sweater. Right. (laughs) I, <laughs> I am going to rename this film for you right now and improve it a hundred percent. Ready? Go, go for it. I'm waiting. Double down. You know what? I probably not not that I would have wanted to see it, but I wouldn't have cringed as much. <laughs> it would have been oh, double down because there's something to it. Man, Especially, or even yeah. or even the last I'll... line in the film would have been a better title. Yeah. And you almost get the feeling that was the original screenplay title. 
And then someone's like, ah, screw that. We need highway hitcher. They don't. Not, they're not going to know what it means. Or the killer instinct. That you know, what could the, that could be anything. Now Nintendo probably was going to sue them. They're going to jump down their throat. Possibly. We can't be confused with the video game. We we're, we're trying to make a movie here. Do you see how popular Mortal Kombat is? <laughs> and I swear to God, and I know we're. I'm mentioning the ending. I thought. I really, really thought he was going to address the camera after he said it. And I'm, and I'm look. I'm just like, don't you fucking do it. Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> and thankfully he didn't. But he should have looked at the camera and winked. <laughs> like, bing! <laughs> and, then, and then instead of the music they played, Hooray for Hollywood would should have played over the credits. <laughs> but I really thought he was going to address the camera in that last shot. I really did. Just, just the way she comes over, what's your secret? And I'm just, and he says, "Killer Instinct." And I'm like, "You're gonna look at me. You are. I know you are. <laughs> you fucking prick." Now there, the Jesus the Christ, past, he's like uh, what? Only two what? or three years removed from uh, things and things to do in Denver when you're dead. Come on. Yeah, there there are some great actors in this film. Oh yeah, I mean, William Forsythe, Michael McKean. Even though it's no it's it, it's a short part, but yeah, Nancy Allen. I mean, they've all done better things. James James Legros. Legros. I like him. He's it, done great stuff. If if this was a now, challenge situation, I might have to challenge you to real men, just so we could get that in there. Yeah, right. Because he was the punk that stole the kid's bike. <laughs> yeah, he was. Or Point Break. I mean, that that would be. I still haven't seen Point Break. The original. Yeah. Okay, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I win that one. You do. Well, it's bad. Holly made me watch Top Gun last year, so that, oh. I, I can't brag about that anymore. You know that's not in my uh, that's not in my Plex collection. And every t- Mary's like, "Why is it not in the collection?" I'm like, "Really?" It was on Netflix. It's like I don't need it to be. I need. I don't need it in my collection. I don't even I, have. I don't even have it on DVD. Not not that I oppose the film or dislike it. It's just I, there's zero reason, zero exactly. for me yeah. to own this movie. I, now I I dislike the film. <laughs> and, and her credit, she didn't say it was a good film either. She was like, "You have to see it." It's all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like this. It wasn't like uh, your, your wife making you watch uh, um, uh, uh, Dirty Dancing. Oh, well, she didn't make me. But no, you know what, you know what I'm saying. I know what you're like, saying. The, right, yeah. There's a devotion to that film. She was just like, "Yeah, no, you got to see this." That wasn't like you'll. She keeps post. She keeps posting Dirty Dancing shit on my timeline on Facebook. That's funny. It, uh, well, I keep responding to it. I'm like, now, uh, I think you might have a problem. Speaking of speaking of funny, yeah. Now the the film is so off, like in the beginning, as far as like dialogue and, and how the pacing, that you could almost you almost get the feeling that it might be a comedy. But as soon as I saw that Jamie Kennedy was in it, <laughs> I was I felt safe. <laughs> and what is he like? What two years removed from Scream? It's like what the fuck is everyone doing? Yeah, well, in this case, he's waiting for Scream yeah. to lend him some kind of credibility. I, I hate, the, I, I, I don't like be, like trashing Jamie Kennedy that much, but I really have a, a vast uh, uh, disliking for him. Not for any other reason than he did that documentary on um, on uh, um, hecklers. Oh, really? And it's a bait and switch. Yeah, it, 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 very briefly, it's about move. It's a, it's a, it's supposed to be. A documentary in hecklers, and the first part of it is like really about like this whole thing about uh, you know people intruding upon a stage act, a live stage act, 
and it's about the, the psychology of that and people reacting and that's interesting that's because that's a really weird you know when you think about it that's a very people like just be feeling compelled to you know impose themselves upon somebody performing right. it's a very it's a very unusual thing and and he he does some stupid shit where he actually had he he had uh comedy venues where he did comedy badly purposely that you get people to heckle which is stupid and defeats the point of the whole fucking thing yeah and then halfway through the film he switches gears and spends the rest of the rest of the film bitching about film critics trashing his movies Oh, like the mask too. I mean, yeah. Oh no, that's that's one of the main ones they yeah focus on. Yeah, I was like, there's wait, a wait, difference wait, wait. between he heckling. Was, he's a, and he actually defended, criticism. He actually defended the mask too. He well, he he confronted the critics and like he was complaining about how it's mean and this and that. I was like, I'm like, yeah. It was it just the fr- it, it was a, it was it was almost like it was a bait and switch. It was like he fooled you to think he was gonna do this, and then the rest of the film was. Everybody's being mean because I do shitty films and I have a bad agent. You know what? The fuck off. And he wasn't joking. I mean, uh, it wasn't like tongue. In- okay. If he was joking, it wasn't a funny joke. Okay. And the first half of the film was documentary was a real documentary. I mean, it was it had real you know the Kramer thing and all of this. He he covered the whole gambit. It was interesting. I was with him right up until the part where he turned it into a bitch fest against critics. Huh. And and then looking back, it's like, dude. Look at the shit you've done. And it's, it's just they're it's, bad movies. It's not that old either. What five six years? Yeah. 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 Okay. So uh, and, uh, I have a big problem with him because of that. Uh, and I've also I don't I I've seen his like stand up and the other humor he's done like the Jamie Jamie Kennedy experiment and I I, I honestly don't think he's that funny. <laughs> not he's, but, he's no not really. But but I loved him in Scream. <laughs> yeah, he was the guy that was uh, given Scream like, too. He, he was he was the guy in Scream where he said, "Yeah, you don't go. Guy. You yeah. don't go here in the dark. You don't, you know, whatever. Right. You answer the phone, blah blah blah." He was yeah. given all the the horror film tips, things not yeah, to he do. Was, he was great in that. He he's not bad in this one. <laughs> uh, you presume that he's murdered. <laughs> you don't see oh, yeah. it, but you just hear you just hear gunshots in the distance. Let, let, let's let's rephrase that. You hope that he's murdered. <laughs> Again, uh, you know, another person that was in the trailer that they used as as a, you know so and so also in this movie is someone named Jason Simmons, who was in the TV show Baywatch, um, <laughs> for, which at the time was a big deal. Well, at the time it was a big deal. He was on that show for three years, and then he. And- he pretty much did a couple of like TV shows and then this movie. But <laughs> he was the blackjack dealer at the end. He literally had like a 60 second part. Yeah. <laughs> blackjack. Blackjack again. Well, and John <laughs> Thank Doe. you. John, John that was Doe pretty was those are pretty much credits. his lines. Yes, John Doe was yeah. in there. And and, and he's uh, he, he, I mean he's a musician right. uh, etc and but <laughs> He's the bus station clerk. He's, he literally is on the screen for two yeah. minutes. And he's in the trailer. Like, what's wrong with your friend? <laughs> <laughs> you got to put him in there. Everyone's like, hey, it's Joe. It's Sean Doe. Let's go see the film. Oh. Oh, no. Yeah, but so, so Williams from Forsyth at the, at, at, the, um, at the behest of Lenny uh, decides to drive the Reno. And along the way, he picks up a hitchhiker. Yep. Uh, and the, the hitchhiker, we pretty much said it, the hitchhiker... Uh, James um, Legro acts weird. Acts weird. He ditches him. He catches up later. Yeah, he keeps uh, he, catching he, up. It's like, what'd you need a ride for? 
Yeah. <laughs> you keep getting everywhere there, uh, every way that you can. Now, first, I want to say William. Right, let's, let's talk William Forsythe. Okay. All right. I I love him as an actor. I really like William Forsythe. Hate him in this film. Yeah. Because of his fucking voice. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's a mumbling. It's, it's yeah, mumbly it's, and a little bit too gravelly. You know, uh, I, I feel like I'm a, I feel like I'm like getting the Spanish Inquisition here. You know, and <laughs> I wasn't hungry anyway. You know. This I'm was uh, this was the phase in his life where he uh, he was like in pretty good shape because he's always been like a heavier actor. So uh-huh. he started taking um, he started taking on other roles uh, where he's like in this one where it's like he becomes like the strong person, the gambler at the end, killer instinct. You know, it's like whereas mm. before earlier in his career he just played flat out bad guys. But yeah. he started to try and uh, it just he just bought condoms. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now, <laughs> it, it, this was like in that phase of his career. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm looking at this older stuff, and it's just uh, out for justice. He played the bad guy in Out for Justice with Steven uh-huh. Seagal, which I liked specifically because of him. Well, I mean, he, he was the main guy that was killing people, right? Yeah, like like yeah, in yeah. the beginning where he's all hopped up on anything, and a woman's yeah, yelling yeah. at him in a car. He just pulls her out and puts a bullet in her head. Yeah, <laughs> he just drags her out. Pop. <laughs> like you, you, you immediately from the beginning, you, you're meant fear to you're meant you're to fear, fear and hate him. Yeah, you're like, oh, this guy's got to go down. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he's he's on great stuff, but it's. And it's you wonder what the director was telling him. And now let's be, and let's be fair. For all intents and purposes, this film for everyone involved, it's a paycheck. Oh yeah. It's this movie. This is a paycheck movie. This is you know what? I gotta work. <laughs> oh, what's available? What's a pay? Well, I've got no other offers for that month. Okay, let's do yeah. this. It, it's it, and but I mean, was the director off screens? Are mumble all the time i don't want your voice to go up any higher and and don't show any emotion if possible don't show any emotion just just bland and mumbling bland and mumbling undertone all right got it all right all right action he was doing a lot of straight to video stuff he's just that kind of an actor i mean he'd get straight to video 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 mainstream mainstream video video yeah, but if you're if you're an actor and that's your job, you don't just wait sit around waiting for three years for that big Hollywood film. They pay well, but you know <laughs> you got you got to work. You, get, you can't just like sit around and wait for the big money maker. You I mean, he's been busy his whole life. The, now this this film and things to do in Devon when you're dead separated by only three years. Uh-huh. A lot of actors would maybe do three or four projects in a three year period, maybe one a year. He did things to do in Denver when you're dead, Beyond Desire, Virtuosity, Palookaville, The Immortals, ah, I liked Thriller in Zone, yeah, The Substitute, yeah. Uh, this is all in 1995. Mm-hmm. Um, for which and these he stands. Are all small films. Yeah, Stories yeah. from the Edge, The Rock, Gotti, Rule of Three, Peacock Blues. That's 96. You know, then 97. Uh, he's got like another three movies in 97, and then in 98 he did like eight movies in 1998. Well, and, and he's not a lead actor. No, he's, he's like a, he's a second 
he's, he's a second string or whatever they call it. He he plays secondary characters. Yeah. He's he's not on he's not on set for the entire filming. They'll bring him in for like a week to do all his scenes. Well, and the thing is, it's you know they always. Uh, they say it in sports, they say it just general, they say life or whatever. X, it's a sprint, not a race. So he's doing like, say, 10 movies a year. And he'll probably have made the same as mo- amount of money as maybe a, a top-tier actor that made one movie the, that year. Okay. Well, what I'm getting at is, in the end, he let's say he did more movies, made just as much money, he had to work harder... But you know what? I, it just I it gets him more I don't work. Know how much, I don't know how much harder he's working in the past. He's just he's making like eight to ten movies a year, and he's just been right. doing that his whole career. Yeah, but my, what I'm saying is I don't know how much harder he's working in this film. Oh yeah, no. The, the past, I meant the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is one of those films where it's like, come on, I got two more movies I'm doing next week. Yeah, <laughs> but and, and Michael McKean being in this. I can't help but wonder what the film would be like if the four main characters were actually the cast of Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> so if the hitchhiker was actually Squiggy. Squiggy. And if uh, the wife and the bartender slash prostitute were Laverne and Shirley. Now, now I'm thinking Laverne for the prostitute. <laughs> Mainly because the the best line of the whole film is when he leaves the he sleeps with the bartender uh, or the the diner woman Elizabeth and then late Pina. afterwards she like she tells him she's a prostitute and demands fifty dollars after she's he catches her shooting up in the bathroom right and and as he leaves she, she's on the toilet she leans over and goes thanks thank you come again and then just like a slow that, like, she starts laughing about it it's like ah <laughs> <laughs> just in my head Laverne does that perfect <laughs> Surely, not so much. No, Rather see so her blown up at the end, you know. Best line in the film. I just said it. That's what I mean. You're you're calling that the best line. My favorite line in the film. Thank you. Actually, set two, I have two favorite. I, ha- lines. I have one favorite line. And All right, now, let me put it this way: when I say favorite line, there are two lines in the film where I'm like, "Oh, there's some actual writing." <laughs> uh, that's how I felt. And they might be ad libbed. In both cases, they might be headless. And that's what I felt as well. Uh, uh, and I, I, think, I think I know what yours is. Mine is where the prostitute says, thank you, come again. Yeah, and What's mine yours? is where Jamie Kennedy tells him they're under yes. arrest, and he yes. says, it's because we're black. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we're black, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those brief glimpses, like, oh, wait, somebody woke up. <laughs> Because the dialogue is very stilted. It's very oh, yeah. out of the open. and Like, they do this whole thing when he picks up um, uh, James James Legault, where, oh. where, like, there's the banter. But right. instead of banter, it's really just, like, they just say things back and forth. And Legault is trying to... Uh, James is trying to... Uh, the, they give his full name, too. Hunter. But the, and the credits is only Hunter. Um, yeah, get it? Hunter. Great naming of the character there. Um... <laughs> The whole concept is that this guy was hired to kill William Forsythe. Right, so that the wife so, and Michael McKeon can collect on a big insurance policy. Right. If he was hired to kill him, perhaps 
pretending to be a broken down driver and getting in the car with him, perhaps the job would be a bit easy, easier if he didn't go out of his way to seem scary and un- uh, and and uh, and uh, unstable enough to where William Forsythe keeps trying to get away from him. <laughs> now, what am I doing wrong? I I talked about existentialism. I I, uh, I insulted him several times, and then talked I threatened about, him. Talked why, about why, killing why he... uh, another person, and and yeah. and making it like it's cool. I told you that, right? It's like no, it's not. <laughs> it's it's just. I mean, when you when you start off, it's like like they're trying to pull in the hitcher. Now, if you want to see it real, watch the hitcher. With uh, um, oh, Rucker Howard and C. Thomas Howell. C. Thomas Howell. And the only thing scarier than picking up a hitchhiker and having it be Rucker Howard is being a hitchhiker and being picked up by C. Thomas Howell. <laughs> I don't know which one's scarier. Uh, but I mean, that- but that film, you're right. Uh, from the very beginning, he picks up uh, Rucker Howard and make no bones about it. Rucker Howard, he, he shows him his full intention from the beginning. Very, what? he's creeping right out. Right, second, he gets in the car, and then when he confronts him, and he puts the knife uh, to his face, and he's basically going to tell him he's going to kill him. It just—it's my favorite line in that scene is when Rucker Hauer has the knife near his face, and he goes, "Have you ever seen what an eyeball does when it gets punctured?" <laughs> I mean, like great screenwriting. But but I mean but. T- Beyond, I mean, it's the the pr- progression of it. I mean, the slow oh, yeah. build. I mean, when you when you hear people say, "Oh, slow burn," the, the to to um to apologize for Ty West's latest abortion, <laughs> that's just boring. Slow build, slow burn. What, what do you call it? That opening sequence with the hitcher. That right there is just. Oh yeah. You know, what's gonna happen? It, it, that there's like tension. Not, not a lot is happening, but you feel the tension. Yeah, there's no real tension in the past. No, no. Maybe that's why it's called the past. Because if you just sit back, it'll eventually it'll go. Yeah, it'll just it'll be, it'll be over. It's like a fart in the wind. Oh, <laughs> but not so flavorful. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, James LeGraw, He's hired to kill William Forsythe. And uh, if he was it, hired, if he was hired it, to kill William Forsythe. And his and his strategy was scare him enough that he leaves me at a bus stop, so I have to try to catch up with him later. That plan only works if he knew ahead of time that the road would be flooded by a mudslide, and he'd and he'd have to double back and stay at the cheap motel where he already is. Right. I mean, if he was heading to his normal destination of Reno, good luck finding him. <laughs> it's just like uh, it's so. Like logic wise, now there's one other scene you mentioned condoms. Yeah, I want to. I, I I don't want to nitpick, but there's a there's a big fight at the end between Forsyth and Lagois. Oh, that whole ending. Yeah. Are we talking about it? Well, because there's a whole bunch of problems with that. Well, here, here's my one problem. When he runs away from him, he runs around the house and he comes across a giant barrel of flammable liquid. Right. Okay. The, How uh, convenient. Right now, I'm. I'm thinking, okay, here's how I write it. Tip over. If I would write a scene where there's a giant barrel of flammable liquid behind a cabin, it would be tip it over so when he runs around the corner, he runs into it, then set it on fire to set him on fire. Instead, we see him throw the condom wrapper down because he bought two. Yep. And when LeGras comes around the corner, he's got a, a condom 
full of flammable liquid, and it's, like, expanded like a water balloon. Right. Now, in order to fill something like that, there has to be pressure. Or a spigot of some kind. Oh, yeah, or, or he breathed in a bunch of that shit and spit it in. <laughs> There's no other way you're getting that in a condom. Yeah, yeah. In, in like five seconds. It's oh, then, you want to talk about other things that happen in five seconds? Like, uh-oh. like the fact that the the scene before that happens, uh, uh, James Legraw and William Forsythe are at like that bar that he breaks into, mm. and uh. William Forsyth runs out, gets in a, a pickup truck that's running low on gas. Then Jamie Kennedy and uh, no, not that, that's not that scene. Yeah, is it that? Yeah, yeah. Scene? Oh, okay. So they struggle, yeah. and then you you presumably think that uh, James LeGraw steals Jamie Kennedy's vehicle. Right, because because a short time right. later, the cop car pulls short time him over. equals twenty seconds. Where right. He pulls him over. William Forsyth gets pulled over. One, he doesn't think that's weird at all. Two, he gets out, and then next thing you know, it's James LeGraw in full cop gear. How the fuck did he change into that so fast? How did how did he pull it off of Jamie Kennedy's body so fast? And how was he wearing clothing that fit Jamie Kennedy? <laughs> Although I do like the idea of Jamie Kennedy not being just dead but naked. <laughs> <laughs> Dead and that's naked. like a that 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 that's like a cherry on top of that right yeah. there. Yeah, there you go. It's like to talk about inconsistencies. It's like yeah, he just wears the full fucking outfit. Like and, and, it's not even thirty seconds later, twenty fifteen to twenty seconds, and he's chasing him down the road. Do you know how long it's going to take to get into a cop outfit, then get in a car and just chase him down? It's like I never tried, but I'm I'm assuming it take a while. Now, you would assume. I'm assuming it takes longer to pull clothing off a dead body, but that's just me because I've never done that yet. I, yeah. Dead body? No. No, no. I don't recommend it. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> like, I have any experience. I don't. Don't worry. Um, there's that. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Here's the other thing about the ending. After James Raw is burnt to a crisp, William Forsythe just decides because they're going to switch. He want his whole thing is to switch identities. Yeah. Okay. So he's going to kill the hitchhiker, and it's going to he's going to pretend that it's him, and right. he's going to go live his life. However, uh, and his wife and uh, Michael McKean are going to think he's dead. Blah blah blah. So after James Legraw is pretty much burnt. To a crisp, he puts his perfectly unburnt wallet in his outfit. And he's like, yep. Done. Crack this one. This this is an easy one. It's like, in 1998, apparently no one thought of dental records. No one thought of fingerprints. No one thought of DNA. Hey, cops Nobody... are lazy that area. I'll give, I... him, I'll give him that. I don't know, I don't know man. They're going to ship him back to L.A., and well, it was gonna... Jamie Kennedy that, that found the body, and he wasn't dead. <laughs> right. Actually, actually, Jamie Kennedy alive, naked, and confused, that might be funnier than him dead. <laughs> Definitely funnier than the mask, too. I'll give you that. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. But there's so many things, even in a shit-hick town, that, that wouldn't add up. Like, how come his wallet isn't burnt to a crisp? 
<laughs> that to that to me right there is like. Hmm, why is he wearing a cop uniform? Why is he wearing a cop uniform? It's like that right there is like something doesn't add up. Well, I'm assuming that he took that by doing so he takes the responsibility for all the murders. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess you know. Yeah, and uh, James Hunter or whatever his name is, he uh, Hunter Hunter, he's uh, scot free. Uh huh. Yeah. That'd be a better title than the past. Scott Free? Yeah, but his name would have to be Scott. Uh, yeah. That would work. Hmm. You know, any, any kind of blackjack term would have worked better. Hold them would have worked better. Sure. Uh, stay would have worked better. <laughs> stay? <laughs> yeah. Hit me would have worked better. Split them. <laughs> Split, yeah. Split aces. There you go. Uh, <laughs> high actually, aces. Split, split aces would actually work because not only is it, does it happen at the beginning and ending of the film, but uh, and by the way, how hard is it to win with split aces? Come on, yeah, he's a master <laughs> blackjack player. <laughs> so I, I love like he's like, yeah, my game's blackjack. So, you, are you good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. It's blackjack. How fucking good can you be? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> See, don't go over twenty one. Make sure the dealer does. There you go. Where, where's the skill set? Unless you're counting cards, the skill set is, yeah, don't hit on 18. What, what the <laughs> fuck? This isn't poker. You know? <laughs> they, they, that's how lazy the movie is, too. They couldn't make him a poker player because then they have to learn about poker. And then, and there, they could have done that because then there would have been even more, you know, uh, the, you know, down the river, the flop. I mean, just, just there's so many titles they could have used <laughs> gambling-wise. The Gambler. <laughs> oh wait, that was taken. Still would have been better. Actually, what if he? What if his? What if his game was like? Uh, um, even if his name was, even if his game was just slot machines. Slot. <laughs> One armed bandit, triple uh, seven. Uh, just I, so many great titles. Jackpot, jackpot. There you go. <laughs> uh, what if he played Kino though? Mm. Mm, Kino. That's probably that's probably the losing one. Yeah, it would, the film would probably have to be called Frustrating. <laughs> you ever play Kino? If it was, if it was Bingo, they could just call it like I-17. <laughs> I-17. Right, the tagline would just be B-I-N-G-O. <laughs> <laughs> no, the movie, they call the movie Bingo, and the tagline is, was his name-o. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and he's a big bingo player, and the guy that hunts him down, his name is Bingo. Yeah, and then right? he, he, yeah. he takes, and, he and, takes he, his, and he's yeah. superstitious, so he's got to have like all his trinkets on the table and his special daughter, you know, <laughs> to, put, to do all the numbers. <laughs> you know, he's got to have his, his favorite little pencil. He's got, he's got to rub it. You know? <laughs> you know, you know, if you read this with Bingo instead of. Uh, Instead of um, all this gambling stuff, right. you could have cast uh, what's her name in this. And uh, is that a Christmas tree? Oh my God! There's so many titles you could use just at Christmas time. Yeah, right. Did I didn't even realize it was a Christmas tree, but there is. There's a Christmas tree in this one shot when uh, James Lagrave pretty much fucking elbows him. He like jumps in the air and fucking elbows him right in the fucking head. <sighs> Just just change the bingo instead of instead of William Forsythe, just put um uh uh what's her name? Um Melissa McCarthy. 
God. And it's her husband leaving her and having it get her killed. And then uh, Jason Bateman's the hitchhiker trying to kill her. It'd be like identity theft, but reversed and, and funny. <laughs> but it would, as in it wouldn't be a comedy, but it'd be, still be funnier than identity theft. Yeah. Oh, God. Ghostbusters comes out tomorrow. Yes, it does. I've already been asked if I wanted to go, and I was like, fuck no, not on a weekend. I'll, I'll, I will see it on like a mu- Tuesday night <laughs> if I, asked. Uh, That's about it. I'm going to make a prediction here. I mean, I'm long past my HSX days, um, but uh, and I'll make a I'll make the prediction on on our Facebook page as well. I'm thinking this film's going to pull one 150 million this weekend. It's going to make some kind of money, yeah. No, well, here's here's what I think. It's definitely making over 100 million. That's a fucking guarantee. I, I would bet my teeth on that. Uh, well, it, is it going to top 150? Yeah, it's in like 4,000 theaters, so I think it is. Uh, or 4,000 screens. Mm-hmm. Now, it's going to have uh-huh. an amazing opening weekend because everyone's curious with the review, the negative reviews, everyone's saying that they hate it, video game nerd, all of that stuff. That has only helped it, at least for its <laughs> opening weekend. Because yeah, people, people are curious. My stepdaughter, uh, um, Lilith. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she just want to ask me to go see Ghostbusters. <laughs> it is what she told me. Says, yeah, it's got a lot of good re- uh, ratings on on uh, on um, Rotten, Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes, but the first positive reviews from BuzzFeed. So, <laughs> <laughs> like shit, you know, you just expl- <laughs> I, I couldn't have been any more. <laughs> she, by the way, she has a blog. Uh, we are about, a stupid, what? stupid country. She has a blog specifically on uh, Mr. Robot. Oh, really? Yeah, and and uh, we, uh, uh, we should post a link to it on the Facebook page because she has she has like uh, like thousands of I think it was hundreds of thousands of people following it, and it's it's like a real blog about the Wait, show. It's she, it's not Lil- just half naked pictures of the lead actor. She actually talks about the show and the plot and everything. Lilith has I, a uh, a blog that has a, a lot of visitors like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's uh, yeah. And and she has like she has all this other internet stuff that. So wait a that, minute. How come she doesn't advertise us then? Because because she's a brat. Yeah. If she's got thousands of people and we've got a few hundred, <laughs> uh, it should be the other way around. <laughs> well, I'll talk to her to see what I can arrange. Yeah. Fuck it, please. I I guess I guess you know what. Maybe if I go see Ghostbusters on Friday night with her, maybe she'll put a plug in her. I mean, did, did you say hundreds of thousands? Or, no, or... no, I said hundreds or thousands. I forget. Okay. The number was like 600 or 6,000. Either one I was surprised at, but I forget yeah, which one it is. Both of those numbers are higher than us. So it should be the other way around. Yeah. she. It, That's she, all I'm saying. Yeah, and I'm not allowed on her like her uh, her um, social media sites. Oh, no. Well, no, because I'll be a dick and, and embarrass her. So <laughs> she's probably she's probably one hundred percent correct. I mean, I say I wouldn't, but you know, she'd post something, and I'd, I'd be like, "All right, now nah, I got to fuck with her on this." So maybe she's smart that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, it's going to have one hundred and fifty million opening weekend, Friday through Sunday. But then I think it's uh, going to have a horrible second weekend, like more than fifty percent. Sure. Like it's like it's going to make one fifty this weekend, and then next weekend it's going to make like forty five. And what was the budget on this? I want to say it was 150 to 200 million. Print is I mean print and advertising they they've been going they've been like killing themselves selling this film. And well, with all of the negative 
press, it's kind of been selling itself. Yes and no. I mean, negative press doesn't work. You know, that, that whole, uh, no, there's no such thing as bad publicity. Yeah, tell that to Ishtar. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was all this talk about how bad the film was before it came right. out. Didn't help this opening weekend, did it? $144 million. That's what it cost. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's with prints and advertising or that's before. I, I, but it's yeah, still I, I think, a lot. I usually, I, I think they, I, I, I believe the number is usually before prints and advertising. But from what I remember from my, my brief foray into film school, you can always assume prints and advertising, I think, is 10 to 20% of the, of the budget. I don't know if it's that much anymore, considering I, the digital age that we're in now. That That is true. It might, it might be lower a bit, but they're advertising over more markets now. You're not just – prints and advertising isn't just, okay, let's make posters and put trailers out. Now you're not just sending trailers out to the theaters and t and playing them on TV and the radio. Right. You've got to get them on all the websites, and you have to get them uh, – and you're doing, you know, you're doing uh, so social media outreach. So there's actually probably – it, I would say it evens out. Okay. Possibly. Possibly. I don't know. I'm just pulling numbers out of my ass. <laughs> you, you And you had to mention HSX real briefly. <laughs> right now, my, my biggest net gain is Justice League, which I bought a long, long time ago. How much? Um, well, my biggest net gain, I, I, I earned $13 million on that. Wow. Right now, the value is $16 million. My highest value stock is uh fantastic beasts and where to find them which oh, is really? coming out well obviously if it's your highest gain then yeah well that's that, that's not my highest gain my okay. highest, oh, the highest gain value was the justice highest league value. yeah yeah the total highest value is fantastic beasts now and my biggest my my lowest stock right now is um illustrated man because they're never going to fucking do that and my biggest loss right now is World War Z two because for some reason I thought that would happen. Uh, it, it's eventually going to happen. I don't think so. No, I think so. I don't think so. Uh, but you still do HSX? No, I haven't done it since the last time we talked about it. Oh. <laughs> I just looked. This is all stock I bought like years ago when we were still doing it. What's your uh, What's your net worth? Three hundred ninety-two million. Yeah, I think I'm only around 200 million because I stopped doing it a long time ago. See, I'm, I only have more money because I stopped doing it a long time ago. Because all the stocks I bought years ago, I can't lose on them. Well, the thing is, I, I see, my problem is I had a bunch of stocks that I was making a shit ton of money on, then I stopped doing it, so I never cashed out. So I probably uh -huh. lost 50 million or 100 million dollars because I had things. Like, like a ton of the movies that have actually happened, you know, uh, like this is how long I haven't done HSX. Um, like the Avengers, you know, I bought that stock when it was nothing, when they were just talking about it. Iron Man, uh, when they were doing another Hulk film, like all of these movies that, you know, when I was doing HSX, Spider-Man was, you know, one, two, three, they were barely... You know, they were barely done making those movies. And then all of a sudden, Marvel makes Iron Man in 2008. And every the whole playing field is completely changed. Yeah. Let me see if I can even remember my password. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I logged in a while ago when I changed it. but uh, I, I went to see... Um, what did I go see the theater the, uh, last week? Um... Shit, what did I see in the theater? 
Oh, The Purge 3. How was that? Not bad. Yeah? Not bad. You know, it's just, it's, uh, yeah. man, you leave, when you read negative reviews on a film after you've seen it, and you just know, it's like, all right, you, you just don't want to like the film. Like, all the all the negative reviews about The Purge 3 are it's like, oh, it, this is disrespectful to conservatives. <laughs> yeah, one person said this is this is anti-Christian. This is how nobody in the film is Christian. Christians aren't mentioned in the film. And if you're a conservative and you think this film is anti-conservative, then the only reason you think that is because conservatives are pro-killing. <laughs> no, there's no logic to it. Oh my it was God. okay. I, but, I, but walk, I, now I remember but, what my password is because they sent uh -oh. it to me. Uh -huh. I can't believe that it's still the same password from years and years and years ago. But we're but when we were walking in the theater, they had a big poster for the remake of Magnificent Seven. Oh really? There, there there's something that should, never should have been made. Oh God! Just make a fucking western. All right, here here are some of my. I'm assuming we're done. <laughs> we're oh, done. Oh, by the way, yeah, oh yeah. The, I'll tell you what. Before we if we talk any more, real quick, let's just rate the pass. Okay. Currently, right, right now. now and the, this score is completely wrong because only 26 people have rated it. No, no, 226. Open your eyes. Oh, sorry. You're <laughs> right. It, it, it is. Hey. <laughs> anyway, you know what? Much better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's rated a 5.1, which basically means that it's average. This is well below average. Uh, I would, I, I would, I would say four. Yeah. Uh, based on acting alone, because uh, some of it is okay, uh -huh. um, but everything else falls apart. Everything yeah, from plot to screenwriting. Yeah, no, no way I could feel comfortable giving this a five. But I, I'm okay with a four. I wouldn't go lower than a four just because the, 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 there's some great talent on screen, bad decisions, but still, you know, right. it's. So we good on four. Four is fine. I'm four. good with that. All right. Out of the 227 votes now on IMDb, uh, the highest demographic is females aged 30 to 44. They gave it a 6.8. Lowest demographic is... Yeah, why did they rate it so high? I don't know. Because William Forsythe is so cuddly? What, because the uh, the wife is trying to kill their husband? and No, if she succeeded, that would be the reason. <laughs> Uh, and males age 18 to 29 gave it uh, the lowest with 4.2 average. And uh, actually, uh, and no IMDb staff. So come on, guys. Yeah. You can't you can't pick and choose. You got to rate them all. I'm surprised, like IMDb staff, like they don't have like a list of all right. Come on, someone's got to rate this. We have to have at least one IMDb staff on every film out there. Please, somebody watch the past. Nah. Says I will quit, motherfucker. Does our vote not count immediately? Because I still say I still see two twenty six. Yeah, I think I think it has to take time, but it's going to be right. two twenty seven. All right. So my HS pro uh, profile or portfolio, I'm worth. Portfolio. Huh. Portfolio. Portfolio. One hundred eighty one million. Ooh. I have one hundred sixty eight million in cash and twelve million in investments. Here are my investments. I have one hundred thirty three million in investments. Wow. Um, I have twelve million, and here are my, I have fifty thousand shares at sixty nine dollars a share for Ghostbusters three. 
Oh wow, you you've done this recently then. I don't have Ghostbusters anywhere. No, no, I did this years ago. Well, Ghostbusters three was a thing back then. I never got it because Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, Bill Murray, Ernie Hudson, uh, specifically Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis, announced that they were going to be writing a script and that it could be as ready as soon oh. as of that fall, and okay. they would have like filming. So immediately it went up as a stock on HSX. I does it even say when I bought it? Maybe if I click on it, it'll tell me when it went up because I bought it immediately. Uh, the IPO went up. See, I didn't buy. See, there's oh God. We're we doing this in 1998. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> because I know I bought this uh, very soon uh, after it went up, July 16th, 1998. No, you know what? I don't think I did because it. I bought it at 69 dollars. So I bet I got this in like 2004, 2005, which is about the last time that I did stuff like this. Doesn't say when I bought it. You think if this was you know real stock, I would have the information. Anyway, so that's up to 135 dollars because I'm assuming, with the success of this film. They might consider doing a third Ghostbusters movie, even if it has new male leads. <clears throat> you know? I mean a fourth. I mean a fourth. No, a third. This is uh, a this, this is a fucking reboot. It, it's but it's still the third Ghostbusters film. Yeah, but this would if they had a film called Ghostbusters Three and it had Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, even without Harold Ramis. That would still know. be the a true third film. I think all of them are getting a little too old to do Ghostbusters movies. Well, no, I think that they the, the original plan, the original plan for a third Ghostbusters oh. film was it was going to have everyone in it, Ernie Hudson, Harold Ramis, Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and that they were going to be mentoring a new group of Ghostbusters. And it was uh. going to be, uh, Chris Farley was going to be a Ghostbuster, um... Maybe another, uh, I, I believe Adam Sandler was considered, and then there was, you know, Mike Myers and whatnot. They were going to be mentored by the original Ghostbusters, and then they were going to build the franchise Dude. off that way. All right. They I, could I, I still do that. This, this is where, this is why I have more than you, because I put money in the long shots. All oh, right. Okay. So, so back when, when Marvel was ruling everything, I was putting money in the DC comic book movies. Okay. So, Justice League. I bought it fifty dollars a share. It's now three hundred and twenty-three dollars a share. Wow! All right. Okay. Now, th and this is all in my top ten, like uh, highest share mo movies. Uh, Spider-Man Six, I bought in whatever. I'm kind of breaking even on that. Wonder Woman, I bought twenty-one dollars a share. It's now one hundred ninety-two. Doctor Strange, I bought at two dollars a share. One hundred sixty-one dollars a share right now. Uh, Tarzan, I bought at thirty dollars a share. One hundred and six. Uh, Inferno, I got a 72, 77, whatever. But then Flash, I got a $22 a share, now 67. Uh-huh. So that's where I buy the long shots that actually pay off eventually. That's where I get a little ahead on these things sometimes. Well, when I was doing it, when I was in the middle of all of this stuff, that's I was doing the same thing. Like right now, yeah. I have Ghostbusters 3. Total long shot. But it's worth $135. So. Right. It's probably going to happen, or they're trying to get it to happen. They're probably going to look at this weekend to see, you know, uh, how how it goes. Triple X Three, the return of Xander Cage, and I'm like, when I bought that, there was no notion of that because 
uh, Vin Diesel wasn't going to do it. Well, apparently, because I'm looking at it, it's wrapped. It's releasing. Oh, really? It's releasing this January. <laughs> it's a January movie, but it's coming out this January 2017. I guess he. I guess he. I guess he. I guess he heard they're not making another uh, um, uh, Fast and Furious film, so he had to fill the gap with something. Yeah, uh, I have Battle Angel Alita when James Cameron was going to do it, but now it's in that. development, so it's yeah. actually worth money. What, what year is that? What would you, you buy? It I at? bought it at, at twenty dollars. Oh, I bought it at fourteen, and it's at thirty-four right now. Yep, I beat you. Oh, here, here's here's. Then I have I have Shazam. I don't have Shazam. It's in think. development. I only bought ten thousand. I wish I bought more because I bought guy. it at nine dollars, and it's worth thirty-one. So it's actually being developed. Here's an unfortunate one. I bought um. I got Nick Fury. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not happening. And uh, I, I National Treasure National Treasure Three. How did that not fucking happen? The first two films like made so much money, and oh. Nicolas Cage <laughs> still needs so much money. How did they yeah. not make a third one of those? Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not saying they were good, but they kept doing very well. Yeah. How was there not a third one, like, in the can? Then I bought uh, Austin Powers 4. <laughs> I got 50000 on that at $49. It's worth $2.90. Now, when I bought it, in my defense, every time they released a fucking Austin Powers movie, it, it made $200 million. So I'm like, how are they not going to make a fourth movie? Well, it's been like twelve years yeah. since the last Austin Power movie, or maybe like ten years. My problem is, I tend to buy stock when I see something that I recognize. Yeah, like I'm looking at two right now, like uh, Invisible Monsters and Ubik, both based on novels I read and liked. So, like, oh, I'll get that. Yeah, but they're not making the movie, so nah. uh, you know, huge loss on those. What a and movie! Then, like, the American oh. remake of Sympathy for Lady Vengeance. Yeah, not happening. Oh, yeah, I bought a movie a called Dam Busters. I don't know why. Oh, here's why. Peter Jackson will produce a remake of the 1954 war actioner Dam Busters. Based on the book by Paul Brickle, Dam Busters tells the true story of an Allied air raid on three German dams that were important to the Nazi steel industry. Christian River makes his, de director, his directorial debut. Now, yeah, this, I bought that in 2006. Oh, my God. I bought something called Castle Wolfenstein. Oh shit! Based on the game, <laughs> uh, and and apparently I sunk uh, fourteen dollars a share into Frank Miller's Ronin because Sin City did so well. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's twenty two cents a share now. Death Wish. I, I bought fifty thousand uh, of Death Wish at twenty dollars. Flash Gordon remake of Flash Gordon ten dollars now it's two dollars two dollars fifty nine cents. I don't know what this is, Age of Rage, but I bought it at ten cents a share, and now it's sixty-two cents a share. So technically, that's that's uh, good. I uh, bought fifty thousand of Hard Boiled for a dollar nine. Now it's worth thirty-three cents. Oh, Age of Rage. This is a remake of like a seventies film, post-apocalyptic world where all the adults are dead and teens try to reestablish a new society. <laughs> yeah, that that I've seen that before. No good. Uh, remake a Highlander. Fifty thousand of that. Ten dollars. I got that. How much did you pay for that? Hang on. Ten dollars and seventy-eight cents. Ooh, I paid thirteen thirty-nine for it. Yeah. It's two dollars right uh, now. Heavy metal. They were supposed to make a, a another heavy <clears throat> uh, animated heavy metal film, and the concept was they were going to get four or five of uh, 
the, these big time directors like uh, David Fincher was going to do a skit, Zack Snyder was going to do one, um, Peter Jackson was rumored to do one, and they were all going to do one. I'm like, that sounds fucking awesome. And nope. obviously that never happened. <clears throat> Sherlock Holmes 3, I bought that. <laughs> King of the Again. Elves. I bought 50000 of something called King of the Elves for $60 a share. Now it's worth $0.43. Cents. <laughs> Disney Animation will adapt Philip K. Dick's story. Yeah, right there. Disney and Philip K. Dick. Not happening. Well, what the fuck was I thinking? I bought I bought 100,000 shares in uh, a, a reboot of Popeye. What? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, Disney Animation will adapt Philip K. Dick's story, King of the Elves, into an animated fantasy film. A young boy living oh. in Mississippi Delta is approached by a group of elves to help them fight the evil troll king. Okay, Chris I know William why. Directs Dick, the film. Because they're making every Philip K. Dick story into a, in a movie. Um, well, this I is like in Ubik 2008, actually. so... Yeah, I, I bought Ubik. Uh, that's a Philip K. Dick story. I got it $12 a share, 13 okay. cents now. At the Mountains of Madness... That never well, happened. Yeah. I bought that for a dollar thirty-one. It's worth a dollar forty-seven. Rambo Five: Last Blood, fifty thousand on that. Twenty-five bucks worth seventy-one cents. I but I heard that they were talking about it now. Yeah, and then yeah, I heard. all all of these that I'm buying, they're actually, you know, the, the, all of these are possible could possibly happen. I heard that I heard that they, that Stallone was talking about doing another Rambo sequel because I was pissed because I thought the last one was perfect and I was like and it wrapped it up I was like don't do fucking another one right that's like doing another Rocky oh wait he did that yeah well I mean I when did I, didn't I, when did no I buy Bell. Rambo five because I bought it when it first came out I didn't hear no bell <laughs> I didn't <hear> no bell <laughs> uh, October two thousand and eight the same year that the Rambo four came out so that's why obviously I bought it. Sure. Because you know what? When we saw that work print, I'm like, the unrated, uncut work print, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, they're doing a fifth one. <laughs> That's why I bought it. Uh, and then a remake of Scanners, which I don't know how that didn't fucking happen. I've got that too. Um, what did you pay for it? $7.70. Ooh, I paid $17. Ooh, it's worth $0.39 cents now. Yes, I'm aware of that. <laughs> fucking Cronenberg. So and based- I only yeah. have one Star Bond. I don't buy Star Bonds. I've I've only ever bought one, and it's Zack Snyder. I bought twenty thousand because that's as much as you could buy, and I bought Zack Snyder at sixty five dollars. He's worth one hundred and forty four dollars now. Nice. Yeah. What's he got coming out now? Um, oh, he's he's going to be working on Justice League Part One. <clears throat> oh, good. Um, and I would, and maybe, and, uh, and maybe he might do the um, the standalone Batman film. I'm not sure the, oh, because they're going to be making way, have, a, a Ben Affleck Batman movie. By the way, have you seen the the uh, the uh, extended cut of uh, Batman versus Superman? I've only watched the first half hour. Huh. All right, don't bother. Really? Don't bother. The extended cut. This is why I fucking hate this shit. When we grew, when we were growing up and watching films, especially horror films. When you had a director's cut, it's like, oh, here's all the stuff they made them cut out for, like, the, like, get an R rating, and now we get to see all the good stuff. Now what an extended cut is, like, oh, all that stuff we cut out for pacing and story and to make the film better, let's stick that back in now and release it. The only additional s- stuff in the extended cut 
is additional footage explaining and detailing Lex Luthor's long-term plan of arranging this whole thing. The reason well, they cut it all out is because you don't fucking stuff. need it because you, because as long as you know what's happening, you can fill in the gaps yourself. Really? Yeah, it really is worthless. I sat through the whole fucking thing, and I like Batman versus Superman. I'm a defender of it. Don't bother with the extended. Shit. If you if you're curious, if you're curious, watch it. But anything beyond curiosity, it's not worth it. So I should really have both cuts of the film. I'm trying to get a theatrical cut myself, and with no luck. Um, I didn't. But yeah, I didn't bother yeah. to get the theatricals. I'm like, why should I get it? I don't need it. Yeah, and get the theatrical. You, 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 if you just, if you ever have an urge to watch the film, don't sit through three fucking hours of it when you can only have to sit through it. And is and there half. any reason why it's the R-rated cut? I mean, any more violent? Uh, any extra no. swearing? No. I mean, I know uh, no. the first half hour, I did notice they threw a couple of goddamn uh, you know bombs in there. Uh, that they didn't have initially. swearing, I didn't notice it. I might yeah, have, Lois Lane I might says goddamn uh, once or twice, or some, her and somebody else say it, whereas it's not in the original cut. Uh, if, if there's additional violence in there, I might have napped through it. Okay. Well, I'm going to watch it anyway, obviously. Oh, I know, I know. I, it's just like I did, even after I realized what it was. I was like, I'm finishing this. <laughs> yeah, I sat through the whole fucking thing. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Oh yeah, they got they got Zach doing all the fucking shit. Uh, he's doing Suicide Justice Squad? League one and two. Well, Zack Snyder isn't doing Suicide Squad. Oh, but producing, he's producing it. Yeah, him and Christopher Nolan—they're running the DC universe. Um, Christopher Nolan is a big yeah. producer on all of that stuff as well. Oh, he's a writer on Wonder Woman, even though he's not directing it. Snyder. Yeah, he's he's got screenwriting credit. Really. Well, story credit. Well, you so, know why? Because oh, wait, wait. it pertains story to his story. Of Batman yeah. yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. All right, that's that's right. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, Justice League and Justice League Part Two. That, yeah, I'm. Although I, I gotta admit, I'm a fan of the Giffen and Dematis, uh Justice League, which was much more humorous, much more tongue in cheek. Uh, this is gonna be a darker Justice League, so it's probably not gonna be the, what I want to see. So, but I will see it. Okay. All right. Well, I, Suicide I, Squad I like, looks like it's going to be that more tongue-in-cheek, but still dark when it needs to be I, type film. Oh, it's going to be dark. It's going to be dark, dark, dark. Suicide Squad? No, no. Oh, just, oh, oh Suicide Squad. Yeah, talking, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad looks it's like... Gonna be I, the, it's going to be the Deadpool for DC, I think. Suicide Squad looks the, like the Giffen and Demandis Justice League. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, def, I'm psyched for that. I can't and, wait. And and I was looking at the director David Ayer, Ayer, however it's pronounced, and uh, uh, I'm looking at his other bodies of work, and like he did that movie Fury, which I never bothered to watch, but I've heard nothing but good things about it. So now I'm going to watch it. Fury, it sounds oh, familiar. World Fury. War Two tank movie. Oh yeah, no, I I not I don't enjoy I just war keep films. Hearing about how it's awesome. Uh, I just so I have great. it. I have it, so I'm gonna watch it. You know, everybody said Saving Private Ryan was awesome too, and I it was. So we're not talking about not. that. Yeah, stop, it was not. Stop, stop! 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 No, we're not getting into this again. Um, he did another film with Christian Bale. Uh, what the fuck was it called? I also grabbed that one as well because I never heard of it. I'm like, how did I not know this movie? Um, uh. I 
here I got it. It's Training called day. Uh, no, he wrote Training Day. <laughs> he did a film with um he did a film with Christian Bale. His first movie was called Harsh Times. I I don't think I've seen Harsh Times. Now I did see End of Watch, which was interesting found footage film. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard that was good too. And then he did Street Kings. Decent. Yeah. All of his films Harsh Time, Street Kings, End of Watch, even Sabotage with Schwarzenegger, Fury, they've all been reviewed well. Well, they're all military slash police. That's why he's probably the right person to do Suicide Squad. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you. I think it's a it's it's an interesting call. Uh not getting someone that's doing the superhero shit instead of yeah, let's get somebody that's doing this like actual tactical stuff. And here's a tactical film, technically. Right. I, I like it. I think it's a good call. That, it, you know, that's inter- it's an interesting pick. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's the Suicide Squad comes out August 5th, which is and right I'm around there. the corner. I'll be, I, on va- I I'll be on vacation that week. I will be seeing that in the fucking theater. I guarantee. I have to see that in the theater. That is going to be the shit. I don't know if I'm going to get to see it that week. But actually, even more interesting is David Ayer isn't just the director; he wrote the screenplay too. Yeah, yeah, no, he's, it, his he's screenwriting the only credit. Yeah, his screenwriting. Uh, I mean, he did U five seven one. He did the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> uh, didn't he? Get, oh, wait, did he wait, get an Fast Oscar the, for Training wait, Fast, Day? Wait, wait, Fast and the Furious, the first I'm one. Sorry. Yeah, I, I, that mean that means I have seen um, a David uh, Ayer movie. What? Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, um. Fuck. Vin Diesel. No, uh, the Ke- Keanu Reeves film. Oh. Um. Why is my brain? We just talked about it earlier. Uh. Point Break. Uh, point Break. And I have seen Point Break because I've seen Fast and the Furious. <laughs> I forgot about that. Never mind. Uh, then he wrote a film called Dark Blue, which sounds familiar, but. Dark yeah, I've never Blue. seen it. Oh, I've seen Dark Blue. It's one with Kurt no, Russell. Yeah, it's, it's, That's it's the, the Dirty, dirty cop, cop movie. Film. Yeah, I never saw it. I know of it. I, I actually every now and then I want to go watch it because I like Kurt Russell and I like. Oh, yeah. I like Kurt Russell's older. I, I like as he ages when he does films. Yeah, it's it is. I, I, I love watching. Getting older myself, the progression of actors as they get older and they do different roles, it's so interesting. Yeah, you know, it's, it's different. It, it's like the opposite of like looking back, like you know. When you grow up with somebody and you look back at the early stuff, it's like, wow, Jesus. It's just, but actually seeing them age in these films, it's, it's really interesting. Um, uh, then he did, then he wrote SWAT, Harsh Times, End of Watch, Sabotage. He writes all his own stuff now. Like, yeah. that's his thing. I think I did see SWAT, actually. Yeah, that's the, I know, that's the one with Colin Farrell. Yeah, Colin Farrell. I, I do believe I actually watched that. Yeah, I, I I couldn't I could not describe the film to you, but I'm pretty sure I watched it. Uh, I think that's the one where it's like some drug pin. Uh, he's it's in jail and he he basically they interview him or something like that, and he says he would he'll give a hundred million dollars or so, like some large sum of money for anyone that can break him out. All I remember is that there was a SWAT team involved. Well, they send in the SWAT team when he, yeah, there's the SWAT when he offers team, yeah. a reward to get him out of prison. And Colin Farrell was part of that SWAT team. I remember that. Yeah, that's all I remember. But I know I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it. I just know somewhat of the plot. 
it, it's, it's one of those films just like you watch it and then it's like, oh, I watched that. Now I can go, keep going on in my life and forget yeah. about it. Now, Training Day, like I, I saw Training Day. I, I never watched it again. I could describe major points of the film to you. That yeah. was a very good film. I really you know? enjoyed Training Day. I really yeah. Ethan Hawke and Denzel Washington were awesome in there, and Denzel Washington really did deserve the Academy Award that year. Who won it instead? He did. No, he oh. won. But he won Best Act. No, I thought you were saying like he deserved the award that year. No, no, Who I'm saying I'm saying he won and he deserved it. Um, Who was he up against? Shit, when did Training Day come out? Two thousand and one. One. Two thousand one. Fuck. Uh, I think he was up against Russell Crowe. No, fuck him. No, 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 no. He wasn't up against Russell Crowe. No, because Russell didn't Russell Crowe win for the fucking uh, Gladiator, the, the... but that was in ninety two thousand. How does he fuck? I, that still pisses me off. How do you win an Oscar for fucking Gladiator? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Is that just like Hollywood go? Well, you know, everything's shit. This everything's like fucking shit this year. Just give it to the the Aussie. What, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Rick Gladiator yeah. was the highest form of acting that year. There's another film called Training Day, 2016. What's up with that? There's an adult series, Lesbian Training Day, but it's probably not the same thing. No, I think I'd rather see that, though. Yeah, it's weak on the plot. It's, it is? Damn. I'll see it anyway. <laughs> All right, let's see. 2002. So the Oscars were in 2002. Right. But it was for movies from 2001. Right, because so, they don't know what so came he, out in 2002 yet. Right, so uh, Best Actor was Russell Crowe for A Beautiful Mind, Sean Penn for I Am Sam, Tom Wilkinson for In the Bedroom, Will Smith for Ali, and then Denzel Washington for Training Day. I, I'll <laughs> give, I, I would say Tom Wilkinson was, was a close second. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but no, Denzel's <laughs> part in Training Day was actually you know good acting. And it Sean, was that. Sean Penn and I am saying, you never go full retard. Yeah, you want full retard. There you go. <laughs> Who was up against Gladiator? Please, please just tell me now, so I can be e even more outraged. Uh, Gladiator. Okay, that was okay. previous year. That was previous year. So it's the two thousand one so Oscars. Two thousand one Oscars. And I am not a Russell Crowe fan, but I can't wait to see Nice Guys. Uh, I missed. I missed. I missed it in the theater. Javier Bardem. Um, you know who he is, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anton Chigurh. Uh, no Country for Old Men. Right. Yeah, which he won for. Um, you got Javier Bardem for Before Night Falls. Right, that was about the gay uh, journalist. Yep. I think, yeah. Um, Tom Hanks for Castaway. Uh, uh, lost a shitload he... of weight for that. What? He lost a shit. He went through a whole body transformation to do that forget movie, the, too. Forget body, forget body transformation. That was fucking brilliant acting. It's him on an island for two hours. That... How does how does he lose the gladiator? What um, else? Ed Harris for Pollock. What's it? <laughs> and Jeffrey Rush for Quills. I mean, that's Who? your winner right there. But that's Jeffrey Rush had won for single actor. You every single performance you just named is ten is light years beyond fucking gladiator. But Jeffrey Rush had won for. Um. Oh, what the fuck was the name of that movie? Uh, not not shine shine down or something like that. He won what? an Oscar. He did. A, he won an Oscar where he played an autistic person. 
I, I got uh, it. I, it. It's my I, left foot. It's, it's my left foot. Stop it. Um, why is the title totally fucking shine? Just shine. Nineteen ninety six. So oh shine. Okay, like four yeah, years. Okay. I thought it was like shine down or shining. I knew it was something like that. Shine on you. Shine on me. Yeah, he won best actor for that. Um, only three three years earlier, four years earlier. So, fuck. I don't. I don't give a. They shit. do that stuff though. I don't give a shit. I'm just telling you. Fuck it. All right. Fuck that. What was the last Oscar that um oh uh that uh that uh Tom Hanks had won? Oh, it was for uh, he won back to back, ninety four for Forrest Gump, and then in ninety five uh, for Philadelphia. I they should take away his Oscar from Forrest Gump. <laughs> And give it to him for Castaway. <laughs> I don't under why the fuck Forrest Gump got an Oscar for Best Acting, and Castaway didn't. Don't fucking know. Well, here, let's see who he was up against uh, in '94. Oh, oh, you give me a migraine. Sorry. Oh. Let's see, 1994, Forrest Gump. Yeah, you know what? The, the the lack of black people in in um in, in the Oscars the past couple of years that's not the real travesty the travesty is who they're giving the fucking Oscars to yeah, let's just underline that right now you're not going to be happy <laughs> I know I'm not all right again okay so Forrest Forrest Gump. Gump wins uh Tom Hanks wins for Forrest Gump best actor uh-huh. uh huh then you have John Travolta uh, Pulp Fiction uh all right I'm okay with that Paul Newman oh, wait. this is the year that um that uh Samuel L. Jackson lost the best supporting best supporting to uh, but but to um, Ed Wood, he was Martin Wood. Landau, and he, he Martin Landau deserved it because he did a great fucking Bella Lugosi. Yeah, I like Samuel Jackson in that, but I I agree with that choice. But all right, go ahead, John Travolta. John Travolta, Pulp Fiction. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Paul Newman, Nobody's Fool. Uh, I, I can see I can see that. All right. Nigel Hawthorne for The Madness of King George. Uh, okay. And then here's the winner. Morgan Freeman for Shawshank Redemption. Morgan Freeman didn't win. No, no, no. I'm just saying that that would have been your winner had Tom Hanks not had Forrest Gump won for uh, Forrest Gump. I, are you telling me that yeah. these are all crappy and Forrest and Tom Hanks and no, Forrest no, Gump is no, no, uh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying it's it's more of a level. Forrest Gump. No, well, I, I wrote that whole article of, you know, movies that were nominated that won that shouldn't have won, and you look at them years later and you could really tell that mm -hmm. the film doesn't hold up. Forrest Gump was on that list. People were so enamored with Forrest Gump, with the Dude. CGI, with the right. with, with going back and, you know, John F. Kennedy, you know, oh, I believe he drank so many Dr. P it's just moving, the movie, the CGI mouths moving, which spurred just for just like the big eyes you know like fucking uh the uh the old looney not looney tunes the um tex avery you know tongue coming out of the mouth eyes coming out of the yeah. head that style of cgi tom hanks in forrest gump that they just started that and for about a half a decade five to ten years maybe in a full decade they really abused it Let's just, let, you and I should just write a small book called Fuck the Oscars <laughs> and just go through all the travesties from like the dawn of time up to the current sure. bullshit. Why not? And of I, course, I, I, Forrest Gump wins Best Picture that year, whereas oh, Pulp Fiction... What, what, and that Pulp, was up against... <coughs> it was up against Four Weddings and a Funeral, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, and The Shawshank Redemption. 
Pulp Fiction or Shawshank? I mean, it's got to go to Pulp Fiction. But if I if they said absolutely not, it's never happening. It would have to go to Shawshank. And Pulp, um, and again, <coughs> pardon me. <coughs> Excuse me. I couldn't find the mute button. Um, it's okay. I mean, Pulp Fiction was a great screenplay as far as the nonlinear format storytelling. Definitely uh, gives Forrest Gump a run for its money as far as craft goes. Uh, just in editing and, and, and storytelling. Um, I, I still do believe, however, that him winning that best picture going to... Um... No. Wait, no, no, no. Did, you're talking Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. The, the only thing he did before Pulp Fiction was Reservoir Dogs. I'm talking about after. I'm talking about ba- uh, Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards, okay. Quentin Tarantino's he, never won Best Picture. No, he won Best Screenplay for that. Correct. He won Best Screenplay for Pulp Fiction. Right. And he won Inglorious... Best Screenplay for Inglorious Bastards as well, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, he did. Um, I'm, I'm almost positive because I was like, you know, that's his masterpiece. Well, what's his name one for best acting, didn't he? Inglorious Bastards? The Jew Killer? Oh, yeah. Um... Oh, <clears throat> uh, la, 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 la. Why can't I remember his name? But yes, he won for best supporting actor. <laughs> I, I love him in um, in uh, The Green Hornet. Actually, didn't he win best supporting actor twice under Tarantino? Um, one for Inglorious Bastards and the other for Django? Unchained? Did he win for Django? I, I forget. I thought he did. Shit. Alright, hold on. Where the fuck? Tarantino. Is, this, is it Schultz? No, it's not Schultz. Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. He's won two Oscars. Inglorious Bastards and Django Unchained. Yeah. So. Ah, uh, fuck, fuck you, IMDb, for moving everything. I just want to see the the award nominations that Inglorious Bastards got. Uh, That's all I want to see is what it was nominated for and what it won. And oh, awards and reviews, but there's uh, the awards section. They, 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 the awards they don't have the awards section. Uh, filled out for oh, because I'm looking at the wrong Inglorious Bastards. Well, here I got I got what it's nominated for. It only won I, I, one Oscar. Inglorious Bastards only won one Oscar, and that was for Christoph Waltz. No, it is. It didn't get best screenplay either. It did not get best screenplay. Oh, what the fuck? Who won best screenplay? I'll tell you in a second. But it was nominated for best picture, I'm directing, stop original I'm not screenplay, answers. cinematography, film editing, sound mixing, and sound editing. Nominated for all of those. Lost all of those. Christoph Waltz is the only winner. Because um, so, that was that that is Quentin Tarantino's best film. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking about future films too. This is his best film. He's never going to surpass this. Best I love original Django. screenplay. I like the um um, uh, Hateful Eight. Great films. He's not going to surpass Inglorious Bastards. That was his masterpiece. Yeah, that's it. I mean, it, it's always possible. Uh, before no. Inglorious Bastards, Pulp Fiction was his masterpiece. Yeah, I would say that. You and, know, and, and so, Inglorious Bastards surpassed that on every level. 
Um, the Hurt Locker won for best original screenplay. All right, I'll that I'm okay with. And for me to like a war film, it has to be good. Yeah, that was a good movie. Oh, that was the year that fucking uh, District Nine uh, and Avatar were up for. Yeah, and, and best picture and, as well. Uh, that was the first year they had. You know, they went from five nominees to a potential ten. Because of Avatar. Yeah. And then Cameron. Wow, ten movies were actually nominated that year. Oh, and then but then remember that when uh when they won for when they beat out Avatar with the Hurt Locker because Hurt Locker won Best Film too, right? Yes. Yeah, and they beat it out, and they asked James Cameron about it because his ex-wife made the Hurt Locker, right? And that cocksucker was like, "Well, you know, some years they have to vote for the big films, and then some years they have to do the little films." So they gave the little film. It's like you fucking cunt. Didn't he say it would have been better in 3D, too, or something like that? Some, some dumbass shit where he couldn't admit it was a good fucking film. All, all he gave, said was, all he kind of said was, you know what? This is the year where they give the Oscars to the art house films, and they ignore the big films. <laughs> now, you know, this, you know, fuck, what a fucking cunt. <laughs> and I don't use that word often, but James Cameron is a fucking cunt. Um, that year, nominated films were The Hurt Locker. A Serious Man, An Education, oh. Avatar, right. District 9, right. Glorious Bastards, uh-huh. Precious, <laughs> Up, Up in oh. the Air, and The Blind Side. Uh, um, I'm telling you right now, and I know we've had this argument before, if they hadn't have made it from 5 to 10, Avatar and District 9 both not, not absolutely nominated. no you're five you're five i'll tell you you're five yeah is the hurt locker right a serious man right inglorious bastards maybe up in the air uh-huh and i think the like the toss-up they might have thrown a movie like up in there like the animated film no no i i think i think uh precious would have been you in think, there uh, that was not a good movie though uh well it, it would have been in there. Um, but I think the I think Hurt Locker, Serious Man. Oh, you know what? Probably an education. For, an forget, education. forget, forget, Precious. It's Hurt Locker, Serious Man, an no. education, and Glorious an education Bastards. Was fucking horrible. And up in the air. Well, an yeah. Education was horrible. But the the Academy love movies and, like that. And and the blind the the what was the the the, the football one? Blindside. Blindside. Yeah, that would that was a horrible movie too. Precious had cr value and credit as a as an independent film as a as a movie that I th feel like wouldn't made it in. But I, but the only reason, even with the nine, the only reason District Nine made it in is because there's no fucking way they could have gotten Avatar in and without putting that in. Because yeah. all all anybody would have said was, well, "Why the fuck's Avatar in if this isn't in?" Because <laughs> They're both sci-fi films, but this one's good. <laughs> Holy uh, so shit. the credits are rolling on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I got sidetracked. So I think uh, we should go ahead and end the show. Okay. I think we should do that. I think we should stick to our short episode, which turned into a 90-minute episode anyway. I'm sorry. That's my it's, fault. No, no. Believe me, I'd rather talk about what we talked about than this film anyway. <laughs> sorry, Holly. I know you wanted us to review it, and we kind of did. 
And and she was upset because she, she has to work early tomorrow, so she couldn't stay up and listen. Oh, all right, she'll get it. I as a matter of fact, I'm like, I didn't even put up last week's episode. Oh, jeez, don't say that. I I know. It just it the video so is the, is the video's out there, but it doesn't matter because by the time this episode's up, it'll be up. Yeah, I'm so, gonna do, I'm gonna do it tomorrow morning. It's already up, guys. If you're listening, it's already up. Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. It's 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 up. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, as always, thank you for joining us for another episode of Movie Sucktastic, episode 214, uh, where we where we reviewed The Pass, or also known as Highway Hitcher. Uh, make sure you go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. Or Double Down. Or Double Down, much better Or Split title. Aces. Or Split Aces. Or, ugh. Uh, <laughs> make sure you go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can download all of the shows there. You can listen to them. Uh, right from the Movie Sarcastic oh. podcast player, or every Thursday at 8 o'clock, and you can watch us live. Uh, you can go to iTunes as well, and you can download the show, or you can listen to it right from uh, iTunes as well. If you want to leave us voicemail, the number is 908. Holy shit, we forgot to play Gino Cuddy's voicemail. Uh-oh. I'm going to go ahead and pause this. Uh, I paused the wrong thing. Oh, God, I hate using this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't use a regular mouse because uh, the microphone picks up all the clicks from it. Uh -huh. and, I'll, and when I was using a mouse and I'd listen back, maybe it's because I know it's there. It annoys the living fuck out of me. Alright. There you go. Joey and Scott. What's going on, everybody? It's uh, Gino Cuddy of Gino in the Evening calling you. I uh, just wanted to share some very, very important uh, cult movie news with you guys. Very, uh -oh. very important. My dear friend Ed Glazer of Neon Harbor and the Telly Ward winning series Deja Vu has recently unearthed a lost 35mm print of the cult classic 1982 film, Dunyayi Kurtaranadam, otherwise known as the man who saved the world, otherwise known here in America as the Turkish Star Wars. There are no immediate plans for DVD release, and there are no immediate plans for theatrical reissue, although, that, although either option is not completely off the table. Ed is a great guy. His Deja Vu series is wonderful. His DVD of the Turkish Rambo is off the charts awesome. And I'm very, very proud of him. I, I'm, I wish him the best of luck with this release. Um, he's a wonderful friend of mine. I'd like to very see professional, a, a wonderful guy to talk to. And very appreciative and respectful of the Turkish film industry, as am I. I also wanted to notify uh, you guys that I uh, recently got employed by Price Chopper. It's a wonderful store here in uh, Connecticut. I love it. It's a wonderful place to shop and meet people and be friends. And um, so there's that. I'm still a production assistant for Elf and Machina Productions, a, uh, a, w a wonderful production company headed by Ryan Patrick Casey, director of such notable projects as Crushing Pennies and the feature film American Jubilee. He's a wonderful creator. He's a wonderful man. He studies up on Carl Jung, a, a wonderful philosopher. And whenever I want to have an intellectual conversation, Ryan's the man I go to. 
Also, can't wait to meet up with you guys in August for Gino in the Evening. It'll be the best show I've ever done. There's going to be <laughs> video clips. There's going to be music. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be off the charts. Scott Wilson, Joey Guida, Gino Cuddy, all in the same room. I'll talk about movies. It's all going to be. It's all going to be leading up to a legendary night. All right. So, uh, hope you guys have a great day, great night, good night, good luck. Uh, so, just to briefly say that an August appearance is not happening. Yeah, um, and that's a, that was a last minute happen, uh, thing. Mainly, it's my fault. I had a tragedy in my life, uh, followed by a lot of inconveniences in my life, and so my life is currently on hold for the next couple months. Uh, I'm currently working with Gino to reschedule. Uh, okay. it, I, I'm thinking we won't make it until maybe October, uh, because September, and hopefully that would happen. Uh, it's really hard to tell until September comes. Right. Uh, just because I have a lot of things tied up now with things that I'm doing that I can't get into because none of your fucking business. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, well, oct- September, I mean, that's not going to happen. But October, there's no reason why that shouldn't work for me. My son's birthday is in October. And as long as it doesn't coincide with his birthday. Uh, he'll, he'll forget it. Um, he probably but, would because he's so, only going to be Unfortunately. <laughs> and Gino, once again, once again, Gino. Don't take this the wrong way, but if you're going to plug something, you got to tell people where to go. In this case, they want to go to neonharbor.com. That's neonharbor.com for all your latest Turkish remake films. <laughs> there you go. So again, just just you got to if you're going to get the plug in, tell people where to go. Otherwise, it's a useless plug. That's right. Not not nitpicking, just just trying to help you. There you go. Uh and, and uh the Chino so, Cuddy Show. Uh, there's links on our Facebook page. And yeah, yeah, think, yeah. Yeah, you can find. You, you got to be in Connecticut. You got to be in Connecticut to see it anyway. But but you can see them on YouTube too. I, I forget the name of that. We we we'll link to them on the Facebook page and stuff. Definitely. But, uh, you got to slip that shit in. You got to slip it in. <laughs> Whenever someone asks me about pot movies or something, well, moviesucktastic.com. Anyway, what I was saying was you just gotta you gotta slip that's, it in. That's right. I, I've given out a few business cards in the last month or two. Quite really? a few. Yeah. Oh. It just kind of have... comes up in general conversation about movies. Like I talked to somebody yesterday for f- like all day about films while I was upgrading computers, just nonchalantly while I was doing it, and uh, just the the fact that we do a podcast just happened to come out. It was very organic. And I gave him a card. So I don't leave the house, so I have given away well. less cards. Anyway, the music's almost over, so let's wrap this up very quickly. Uh, if you want to oh, give, yep. if you want to leave us voicemail, which made me think uh, that we still had one to play by Gino, it's 908-514-4470. If you want to email us, the address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can also go to our website and submit films that you'd like us to review. It's right there on the home page. I have not taken that down yet, although I don't know. I may or may not. I'm not sure. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Everything we talk about, everything from trailers to what we do on the show goes there. You can also go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. Uh, you can get our free Android app. Totally free. Everything I just talked about is in it. And, of course, you can do a general uh, browser or search engine search. Scott likes Google for Google Moviesucktastic. Everyone, uh, we all come up. As a matter of fact, I just did that. I know the music's done. It's fine. Whatever. I did that the other day. I just did a search for Movie Sucktastic. And just the amount of returns 
that we have for our stuff is pretty crazy. Everything from Tumblr posts to website posts to Exotica coverage, uh, <clears throat> just everything. It's pretty neat. Just everyone's linking from our YouTube and our website and all kinds of stuff. Uh, the the blog, the blog version of our oh website. hey yeah our, our, we have we have the Martian episode up on on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I, st I I still have to up. At one point, I was uploading like like two or three episodes a week, and YouTube flag kept flagging us, but I kept doing it. I think I'm going to start doing it again. I I'm just curious how we got the Martian up. Yeah, dude, I had to fight for it. <laughs> but but how did it make it? I mean... Uh, well, YouTube does this new thing now where they monetize our stuff. Oh, that's right. That's why we're getting so more... We've got we, Mad we, Max we, up, we've got the Boris yeah, stuff. we can upload that stuff, but if, let's say, for whatever reason, let's say tomorrow we got 10 million hits and we made money, the, like, Warner Brothers or whoever um, that's monetizing it gets the money, not us. Right. So... I'm going to start uploading shit again because they're just going to take our monetization. Whatever. Sure. I, I still I, I still find funny that the uh, as our, as a movie review podcast, our number one video is still Alexis Texas making a girl's strip to bra and panties. Yep. <laughs> what is that? It's over half a million views, right? Uh, 682,812 views. Wow. And our least popular one on the official Movie Sucktastic YouTube channel is our Saving Christmas with only 47 views. <laughs> you think we'd have more views on that? Yeah, you, really. <clears throat> if you look I at mean, our total views, I think we're in excess of 1 million. Uh, oh, easily. Easily, yeah. I think we might even be pushing close to 2 million. I, I'm not I don't sure. Even know where, I, I'm so, I, I wouldn't know where to look for that number, but yeah, it, it adds up. Definitely. This is great. I want to go back and watch some of these. Yeah. All and, right, and everybody. By, by the way, what? by the way, uh, and since we're all way over anyway, yeah. I've got to say, uh, extra kudos goes to Joey. Joey is the producer of the show, uh, uncredited. He does all the work. <laughs> well, I try. And and I I pretty much just get loud during the show and then complain about the audio and that's it. <laughs> but Joey single handedly and I tried to help too, but apparently he has a private account and and so I can't get in. So hey, I do less work. That's not but, true. Uh, <laughs> But but Joey takes care of doing all the uh, posting the videos to YouTube after we record them on uh, live stream, which sucks. And I got to tell you, uh, Joey is awe inspiring over how he always manages to make sure that the 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 cover oh, the or thumbnail? the screenshot for the episode is a sexual <laughs> shot from the film, even if there's no sex in the film. Yeah, I do my best on that. Mad Max Fury Road, the shot of the um, of the, uh, the chastity, uh, belt. chastity belt is awe-inspiring, sir. <laughs> awe-inspiring. Thank you. Like, <laughs> it, like the forest, you got the one shot of her in a shower. There, there is no uh, no nudity in that film whatsoever. Yeah. The keep, he had to give up and just, he just put the the, uh, the guy that looks like Darkseid. But uh, <sighs> Eliminators, we got the side boob. Now, Jim Cotto, we got the, we got the guy's crotch. I don't know why that comes into the play. I guess we were stuck on that. There, there's nothing but, uh, else. There, there's yeah, literally really, nothing else. But, there's her in a cat suit. And you know what? Yeah, but, it's black on, like, black background. It's like no one can see it. Well, I don't know why you had to go the, the complete opposite way and just give us a uh, uh, batch. Sorry. You know, I, I'm it, not it's, sorry. It's, it's disturbing. Actually. It's disturbing. But it probably got us some hits some way. I don't know. Uh, I'm sure. Like, the, yeah. the, the forest, uh, I think it's a shower scene. 
Uh huh. Yeah. And Jim Cotta, I'm happy to say the Jim Cotta one. We've got like three uh, nine thousand views. Oh yeah. On this episode. Yep. That's one of our popular episodes. Uh, everything. Uh, Death Row Game Show. I, you I, got the one shot of a bra on there. Die laughing. Wildlife. Do with that. Wildlife yeah. is pretty much nudity, but she's pinching her nipple, and you can't right. actually see it. I think it's that like barely. I, as far as our um, <clears throat> actual review episodes, that one I think has the most views. Uh, hold on a second. I, I just had it sorted. Let me go back. Our most popular uh, after porn stuff. Uh, yeah, wildlife with twenty one thousand views. Yeah. Uh, now nineteen thousand are those people trying to watch the whole film. <laughs> And and they can go fuck themselves, because <laughs> that because so the running first first of all the running the the runtime is an hour and six minutes. Yeah, there's no way you think that's the full film. Why would you even click that link, assuming that the full film's posted there? Oh yeah, the, the, we had the, that was the one uh, in the in the comments. That's the one person that went back and forth with us, pretty much <clears throat> yelling at us to oh. change the title of the episodes because it was misleading because he thought in some weird way that by having the title that way we were getting hits and making lots of money somehow yeah you know i i think what we should do is we should change the title of all of our review episodes to the wildlife 1984 <laughs> just and just see if his head explodes i hope it does yeah so that's that's <clears throat> most popular twenty one thousand, and that, that might be why <laughs> because of that but uh, i think there's so, another the, what's the other um the sexist or what's wrong with being sexy i think that one as far as a non-review i think that one is like pushing well I, and that's one of the every now and digits. then I, I do a movie clip uh i actually did that specifically for uh while i was going for my my uh bachelor's degree yeah i uh i was it was in a review group and someone called something i wrote sexist oh <laughs> and, and so i made that clip that was my response you know what's <laughs> funny about that what uh, when I would when I did the search engine uh, uh, lookup of us, that yeah. that little like nine second video is on another site. It's linked. Our YouTube is linked to theirs where they're trying to make a point about sexism, like a serious like written <laughs> <laughs> article. And they and they have our, our YouTube video. <laughs> they have our YouTube video pointed to it. You know what I, you know what I should start doing is I make ringtones out of movies and cartoons and stuff. I should just make clips out of all my ringtones and post them on our movie sucktastic page. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's almost one. I mean, right there. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, but that that's the only reason that's on there because of that. Uh, like both both keys at the same time. That was for work. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason I did that was for work because I wanted to put it in an email. <laughs> so we got a thousand views on, on Richard Pryor, and that's one of the ones they monetized. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's one of the ones because I—that's I, when I first realized that was happening because I looked in there. It was like, "Hey, Joey, I didn't know this was contested." He's like, "Yeah, they monetized it. So what's that?" And then <laughs> Joey explained to me because he does the work what that meant. Yeah, those bastards. It's like, how did this? Th yeah. yeah, it was the Richard Pryor one. You just said that. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we make money, they take it. It's like, <laughs> is that even <laughs> legal? <laughs> I, I my favorite clip we have. If you go to movies like our. YouTube page. I have the the four second clip of Patrick from the 1978 film Patrick, where he just goes dun dun dun. Yeah, and it, I thought that would have more views. I that I I, I, I want to play that in a constant loop. <laughs> <laughs> I love that clip. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, we're just 
just amusing ourselves. Yes, we now we, we, we should end this. All right, everybody. We will talk to you next week. Do you have any oh. words of wisdom? Killer instinct. It's because we're black, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.